We're back with another Better Days Ahead episode. So for those who don't know me, I am Dr. Aria Young. And for those who do know me, you already know the drill. Grab yourself some tea, cuddle up on the couch with your blanket and your dog or your guinea pig or your bearded dragon, whatever it is that you care for. Just get nice and comfy and cozy and relaxed. If you're listening to this while you're driving somewhere, maybe to or from work, and you can't do any of those things, I at least hope that there is no traffic and no one cuts you off and you can still find your own way to kind of relax so we can have a little chat today about the fact that healing kind of sucks sometimes. That's what we're going to talk about today. It kind of does. So let's get into it because enough people don't talk about this. And I personally feel like it's because no one wants to be negative about healing because healing is made out to be such a positive, happy, enriching experience that no one wants to disparage the name, the sacred name of healing. But I think that's super invalidating because it's not just that, you know, you say anything bad about healing and it's like, how could you, how could you possibly talk shit? Um, well, because when I'm popping blood vessels in my eye from crying so hard, I'm not exactly feeling the gratitude, Sandra. And that's okay because I kind of want to break something. So give me a little bit of grace. So give yourself some grace, listener, whoever it is that's listening to me right now. Give yourself some grace. I had this very false narrative about healing ingrained in my brain for a very long time. I thought healing would magically solve my problems and that there would be no more big sads, no more struggles, no more rainy, dark days. So needless to say, my awakening was a little rude and confusing. It's been about three years now, three very interesting years, three amazing years, three tough years. So let's get real today because I want you to be prepared I want you to feel less like every step of the way that you're doing it wrong or that everyone else is wearing this process better than you or doing it better than you, which just isn't the case. And I wish that was something I would have known a little earlier on. Um, So the intention of this is obviously not to be negative. It's just, it's like, you got to be real. Call spade a spade, okay? Sometimes this shit sucks. So healing is made out to be so love and light Like all it is, is you feeling better, the world having color again, the birds chirping, you having your little, the hills are alive with the sound of music moment. When we think of healing, we think of something going from being maybe painful and inconvenient to a scenario where we can eventually become unbothered or even happy about, glad about. And that this process occurs on a directly linear path upward where there are no setbacks. And as time goes on, it hurts less and less until the pain is completely resolved and things become normal again, quote unquote, whatever the fuck that means. Perhaps even looking pretty identical to how things were before you were hurt in the first place or even had the setback just with a small scar now. Legitimately... I thought healing was doing sunrise yoga and traveling with your friends and drinking more water and healthy smoothies and meditating. Like like that was it. And not to say all those things can't be part of your healing and aren't a part of healing, but that's not even making a scratch in the concrete block. 
that's not at all like healing is not limited just to that. It's not how it works. It's more like one minute you feel like you're better, like the clouds are opening up. Perhaps you're even like euphoric. You feel like you are on top of the world. You feel like you've nailed this shit. And then whatever you thought had closed up has now dehissed. It is bust back open again. Maybe it's a little infected now. You know, we think of healing as very similar to like a basic cut, and it's just not. I think that this elementary limited belief about healing was definitely what lured me into wanting wanting to work on myself. And I'm glad that it did because I'm not sure knowing now that I would have had the guts to do it. But don't let that scare you because I've always had issues changing my life and getting out of my comfort zone. And I didn't even realize there were a lot of people who aren't scared shitless of change like I was. So you probably have more guts than I do. Okay. You could do it. Um, But that's why I always say, if I can do it, you can definitely do it. Uh, Throughout my entire, especially my teenage years, I was so afraid of getting out of my comfort zone. I can't even explain to you guys like things that were easy for my friends to take chances on or just to, you know, like see what else was out there was very tough for me. So I'm impressed because this has been the most difficult thing I've ever done in my life working on myself, facing the demons, facing all of it. Um, I've told one of my closest friends repeatedly over the years, I feel like I didn't get a choice in deciding to work on myself and make this change in my life. And that it was only because things were such a mess, I felt like I had to. And she's assured me that I definitely had a choice. I consciously chose to want things to look differently. And that's pretty cool because Again, like for someone that wanted to live in the comfort zone forever, finally deciding, you know what, like I want better for myself and I'm willing to put in the hard work to do it, uh, you know, proud of myself for that one. So, you know, making the choice to jump headfirst into the work was by far the best and most impactful decision I have ever made. So I'll go through periods of healing where I'm feeling empowered as fuck. Like nothing can get in my way. I am feeling like I am in full control of my life. Everything makes sense, even when things are challenging or don't go the way that I wanted. Like I'm just in this realm where I really accept what's going on around me no matter what. I feel as though I can trust in what is guiding me and that because I'm being guided that everything works out how it should and it's for the best. Far better than if I alone was determining my fate and destiny by myself. Because I'm human, so I make some stupid choices, just like we all do, because it's part of being human and something that we need to accept. Like, we can't get around it. And as a perfectionist, that was a tough blow. But you know what? I'm, I'm a lot, lot better at it now, a lot more accepting. It's not so terrible to understand that I can't be a perfect human being. We don't always have the answer or always make the right decision or even want to make the right decision when the right decision is directly in front of us and when we know that that's what we should do because we can be impulsive, we can be self-destructive, we can be hurting, and our decisions will be impacted based on those factors. You're not always going to get it right. And I, my belief, is that I can trust no matter what the decision that is made, whatever happens around me, things will work out for a greater purpose and in the way it was intended all along. And that purpose is in my best interest, that no matter what happens, that decision is directly correlated 
to me feeling better and my life improving, okay? So then I have periods like I've had lately where I'm like, fuck all that. I I shouldn't laugh because actually it feels terrible. Um, Honesty hour. This is where I'm at currently. I'm feeling fairly disenchanted. I am not in my hot girl healing era. I am in my pissed off healing era. And it's much better today than it was a few days ago. But I'm still not feeling fulfilled right now. I feel pretty lost. I feel like where I'm at doesn't make sense, even though it hasn't made sense most of my time since I started this. But I've accepted it. And I've allowed my life to become more dynamic and stretch into the unknown and out of my comfort zone. And a lot of the time, I'm actually cool with that. But lately, it doesn't really make a lot of sense and not in the good way. I feel like I don't really belong where I'm at. Like, I just can't get my footing. A familiar feeling I've had for a long time. That's gotten less intense. But honestly, for a very, very long time, I don't feel like I belonged here. Not in like a suicidal way, okay? Not like that. I grew up legitimately believing I was here on actual accident, though. Like, that's how bad it was. And I was just coasting through this accidental life that I happened to land upon and that I was just, like, trying to make the best and the most of it. Um, I just didn't and oftentimes still don't feel like I I have, like, a place here that makes sense for me, you know? And I'm realizing maybe a lot of you feel that way, especially when things don't go according to plan and you're just getting thrown curveballs left and right, right? You get to the point where you're like, I can no longer make lemonade. Fuck the lemons. I don't care. And that's a really vulnerable thing to admit, but it's the truth. And this is why I spend and have spent so much time outside, like especially at night, by myself where I'm in nature and I can meditate and ground and recenter myself because that's when I feel the most connected to the earth and to this life and to um, my spiritual side. And we have science to back the beneficial aspects of, of nature and meditation and breathing exercises and grounding and all of these other mindfulness practices, right? We know how powerful they are for general well-being, for mental health, you know, for so many things. And that's why I talk so much about doing these and like starting to implement these into, you know, someone's life, especially during uh, appointments with like my patients and clients, okay? I think it's like a non-negotiable, like, hey, you got to find something that works for you. As an extension of that though, I've kind of created my own like little routine and practice that really helps me. So I'll incorporate like prayer and some other things and I personalized it. So it really works for me and um, it addresses all the aspects of what I feel like I'm really needing um, at that moment in my healing journey. It's a pretty similar routine to how I even started this process three years ago. And, you know, why fix what isn't broken? So I've taken what works and kept it and then I've left the rest because you're what's this is very important. And this is something I've heard from multiple people. So it's not just me. What typically works for you in the beginning, like when you first get started, might not work down the road or you might need to take a break and come back to it. It's like certain things will speak to you and other things just won't. And you should follow that, whatever that means to you. Follow your intuition. Follow what you feel is really benefiting you. It's going to look different in everybody. It's it, There's not a template whatsoever to it. Just remember these words because it'll hit you and you'll know exactly what I'm talking about when it does. Anyway, lately I feel like everywhere I turn, there is 
resistance. And I just want to be alone because of it. It's like I'm trying to be a good sport, but nothing, not even the little things are going my way. And absolutely nothing is falling within the realm of my comfort zone either. So I'm just really uncomfortable and irritated. You know, when you get like a bad sunburn or like a rash and your skin everywhere is just really sensitive and God forbid you bump into something and you just erupt. Like even when you try to do something to help it or put something on it to help it, like an ice pack and you're just like, holy shit, even this doesn't feel good. Like just don't touch me, right? That's sort of how it feels. And I might as well be honest because I don't want my documented journey, especially like on social media, to paint my experience as a highlight reel. I'm sure I'll make another one of these in like a month, like another podcast in a month or two and talk about how things are falling into place and how like I'm not in the same place that I am currently. Something I read recently and loved, um, it said it rained in my head for a month, but now look at all the flowers. Um, it was this this image on, on social media and it's so true. The rain waters the seeds and the plants that grow and grow stronger. And that's how I even decided to start working on myself. Things were already really hard. I was not in a good place. And then I had to make some tough decisions. And as a result, things got a little harder and life was way less familiar and far more uncomfortable before it got better. When I first started this healing process, it was so weird. Um, it, this, this shit is not fucking linear. It's just not. And you're not insane. This is just the way that it goes. Much like an arrow, here I'm going to be referencing probably another cheesy quote, but I like it and it makes a lot of sense. It's something to the tune of like an arrow has to be pulled back in order to be shot forward. It makes a ton of sense. Um, so another thing too with all of this, just like, you know, this uncomfy feeling with healing is that it can be very exhausting. It takes a lot of practice, reinforcement, and intention to create new pathways new perspectives, to work through old perspectives. Now, sometimes it can be very stimulating and exciting, especially when you get to like enjoy the fruits of your labor and see how far you've come. Get all that, right? Um, or when you finally set that boundary with someone, it feels so good and you're proud of yourself or you make a big change in your life. Like you get a new job or you get a new friend group because you don't feel like your old surroundings were in your best interest or that people didn't really care about you. And that, and you make these decisions out of self-love and in the name of growth that you want so badly. Like you start to build your confidence and it feels good. Like that stuff is sweet. But oftentimes, especially we're in the trenches, I find this a lot when I'm doing shadow work, especially. It's just exhausting. Um, shadow work is particularly exhausting because it requires you to look at the parts of yourself you tend to hide the parts you don't like, parts that are particularly most unattractive, um, any part of you you tend to repress and shun, anything that's going to feel really shameful. And compounding on top of everything else that comes along with healing, that exhaustion is crippling. It can feel defeating. So don't underestimate the power and the necessity, okay, of sleep, sometimes lots of it. Um, I remember back in December, I had started to incorporate a lot more body work into my routine, uh, little trauma release exercises. And I noticed within probably a day or two of starting, I was exhausted. And this lasted for months. 
all of that stored emotion being released is overwhelming on your nervous system and on your body. So this is to be expected. So really quickly too, this concept I'm talking about here is somatization. And I'm not going to get too deep into this. Um, but somatization is when stress and emotions, trauma through the mind-body connection become physical sensations in the body. This can include things like muscle pain or fatigue, headaches, nausea. When we suppress our emotions, this can happen. So with trauma, what we're experiencing is very intense and we're emotionally overloaded and don't know how to process all of what we're dealing with in the moment. Um, this is a real thing. And as much as some sectors of medicine would like to separate the mind-body connection, would like to separate these two concepts and like poo-poo on the whole mind-body thing, um, they are entangled within each other, which is why I'm a huge proponent of body work. And I think I want to talk about this more in upcoming episodes, so I don't veer too off topic for today. But for me, this has been imperative, a very integral part of working through some of my shit. So anyway, releasing some of the stored trauma and your emotions attached to it can, can be very exhausting. It can really take you down a couple notches. I mean, have you ever just like hella cried your eyes out? You know the kind I'm talking about when I say that. It's not just like, oh yeah, I cried really hard this day. Like you cried your fucking eyes out. So what happens after? You're probably not revved up and full of energy. Most people want to go to sleep. So that alone can be draining. So now apply that logic to like, I don't know, 5, 10, 20, 30, 40, however many years of suppressed emotions from various events. I'm saying it like this because so many people invalidate themselves that they can't possibly need that much rest or that much sleep when they're healing, or it can't possibly be warranted that they are fatigued to their limit simply because of doing this inner work. And I'm here to tell you it's totally possible. Little disclaimer though, please always see a qualified medical professional, preferably one who gives a shit and actually listens to you, just to make sure that the symptoms you're experiencing aren't coming from an illness of some other kind too, okay? Just got to make sure of that. I'm a doctor, so you know, I'm always, even when I'm talking to people about emotional stuff and trauma and everything, I mean, this is a, a much bigger concept, but I'm always like making sure, okay, this couldn't possibly be com coming from something else, right? Um, so make sure that you do that. It's important. You want to make sure that you're okay. So anyways, when we're exhausted, we're typically feeling low. We're feeling down. We're not feeling our best. Um, so when you, you put this all together, at least for me, I'm not loving the season I'm in currently. And I'm letting myself be with that. Again, it's a lot better today. I, I feel like I, I can kind of sit in it a lot easier today. If there is another piece of advice that I can give you, though, it's be with what you are feeling. Yep, even that one, even the one you just thought about, the one where you just now were like, hey, surely she doesn't mean that one, right? Yeah, no, I meant that one. The ones that we conventionally accept as being like good and also the ones that we accept as being bad, all of them are valid. And there are no emotions that are actually good and bad. We just tend to label them like that. You have them for a reason, okay? And listen, I hate to be the bearer of maybe bad news, but the only way through it is to go through it. There are no roads that you can circumvent feeling your emotions, okay? You got to feel all of it. And I know that it seems scary, but you're going to be all right. It's, 
you know, it's really cool actually to come out of it on the other side and realize sometimes it's not as bad as we thought. It's really not as scary as we thought. And I'm just letting all of it be right now. I'm allowing myself to be annoyed, to be less like high vibey and to be angry and to be frustrated and to know that it's going to pass because I'm honoring how I really feel and not trying to change it. Healing doesn't mean you're always going to be love and light. Okay. I said that at the very beginning of this. That's not the point. Healing is expressing all parts of you. Good, bad, ugly, happy, angry, enlightened, whatever, and honoring every single one of them. And unconditionally, without conditions, even when you're feeling the emotions that you have labeled as being bad, that you are unconditionally loving yourself through every phase and every season. Everyone's process is going to look a little different. Yours will look differently than mine, and it'll differ from everyone's around you. There is no template, okay? Healing sometimes sucks, and, you know, it sucks a lot less than it used to. It still is hard, you guys. I Sometimes I really dog on myself because I'm like, damn, am I really this mad again over the same thing and over the fact that, like, I'm having another bad day? Yes. You know, I have these little internal wars with myself all the time. But I, I'll be honest, it sucks a lot less than it used to. It's also really, really beautiful sometimes. It definitely gets better over time. It's definitely worth it. It's always worth it. You are worth it. Remember, as always, that you're not alone. Please reach out to others for support if you need it. As I always say, bad things grow in the dark and in the name of shame and embarrassment. And in shedding light on those things through love, grace, and connection, we can illuminate the darkness and ultimately get through this. I've been where you are. I promise you, you are going to get through it. If I can do it, you can do it. Love you. See you back for the next episode. Thank you.